Welcome to our weekly podcast, Two Sisters, Two Planets. We're two sisters born 10 years apart. I'm Giselle and I'm 23. I'm Vanessa and I'm 33. We're bringing two very different perspectives on mental and physical health topics with the purpose of helping you navigate this crazy, crazy planet. Don't get us wrong, we have no idea what we're doing, but at least we can all be lost together. (laughs) That's very true. two planets so today we will be discussing boundaries which are very important Mm -hmm. um of course this isn't just going to be a basic lecture we are gonna you know add a little twist to it so we are going to be taking shots for every boundary that has been crossed in the last six months Mm -hmm. um just a disclaimer they won't be shots of alcohol because it is 10 30 in the morning on a Saturday, so <laughs> we'll be taking shots of coffee. Of nice cold brew coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. We're bad, but we're not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> so um, basically what we're gonna do, we're gonna um, we're gonna basically bring up ten different uh, types of boundaries, and these are boundaries that were listed in um, a really good book mm-hmm. um, that what's the name of the author? Oh, it's um Nedra Glover Tawab. Okay, and the name of the book is Set Boundaries, Find Peace. And Mm -hmm. so I'm still in the process of reading the book, but you've already read it, right? Mm -hmm. How did you like it? I loved it. I think it's one of my favorite books um, because boundaries aren't really spoken about a lot. Like Mm -hmm. they're kind of just like put in the back burner. Mm -hmm. And this book goes into into depth as to like how to address your own boundaries uh, to other people. Um, what to do if you cross other people's boundaries, like, mm-hmm. and how to be more aware of that, and what to do if people violate your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really interesting, and she breaks it up into six different um, types mm-hmm. like um, of boundaries, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like it's, it's an issue that a lot of us come across. It's kind of crazy mm-hmm. that it's just now like boundaries are just now being spoken of. Yeah. Um, but I think it's the reason most people feel, um, I don't know, like they feel like they lack peace. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they feel like they're in turmoil yeah. because there's just this constant, you know, especially if you live near family, you have a lot of friends, mm-hmm. like there's just this constant turmoil of, you know, your obligation yeah. as a daughter, a friend, yeah, a sister for sure. versus what you're truly comfortable with. And I think it also has to do with our culture too. Like, um, yeah. because I, I know at least for our Hispanic culture, you know, there's always going to be a hierarchy, right? So mm-hmm. regardless of what age you are, it like be, uh, setting boundaries 
for a mom or dad, for example, or a family member is considered disrespectful or yeah. they get defensive. Oh, for sure. You know, and it's kind of like, well, I'm an adult. Like, I could have my own boundaries and that's okay. You yeah. know, like, just because we're family doesn't mean it's okay for you to do certain things I'm uncomfortable with. You right, know? right. And mm-hmm. that's still a battle that you're you're fighting. Yeah. Um, and it's sure. a battle that, that I fight as well, um, mm-hmm. but in, in just in a different way. Yeah. Um, it's hard. It's mm-hmm. hard when you're, it's hard to go against what you've been raised with. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like... When we were growing up, it was a constant like, hey, when you enter someone's house, you go for that hug. Like, you have to hug that person and kiss yeah. that person. That's something cultural that, mm-hmm. you know, not everybody feels comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the whole, you respect adults. Whatever oh, that yeah. adult tells you, you do it. You do it. Yeah. And that's also an issue because that that's what issue. leads to, you know, not every adult mm-hmm. has, you know, your well-being yeah, in mind. Exactly. And not every adult is going to treat a child appropriately. Mm-hmm. So. That's another boundary that that I cross. It, it's just crazy. It's, yeah. it's a boundary that I've let cross mm-hmm. because of how I've been raised. Yeah. Even if it's made me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's no winning. Like there's if no I, winning. If I would have held the boundary up, I would have felt like I was being disrespectful because mm-hmm. that's how they raised me. Yeah. But if I, but by letting him cross that boundary, I, you know, I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. And my inner peace was on the stake Mm -hmm. so very interesting it's going to be a very uh interesting topic for sure Mm -hmm. so um like i said this is how we're going to play every time this boundary has been crossed in the last six months we're going to take a shot yep okay of coffee all right (laughs) so boundary number one physical boundaries Mm -hmm. so this is basically like um like if you're more comfortable with Shaking hands versus hugs. Mm-hmm. Um, if maybe you know you're you're uncomfortable with someone standing too close, mm-hmm. then you know you should go ahead and verbalize that boundary. Mm-hmm. And so, what would that sound like? Um, so, my personal experience, I mm-hmm. could definitely take a shot to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is um, wait a little ASMR moment. Ready, ready, ready. <laughs> go. So can I. That was the smoothest. <laughs> that was the smoothest little. Nice. I like this coffee. It's so good. It's the, hold on, stock cold brew coffee. Not too sweet. Ooh. It's straight black coffee. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you guys should try it out. This is what we have every morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We're going to have the zoomies in a few minutes. Oh, for we'll sure. We'll be out there running with the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... So anyway, I can relate to this one. Um, I did have an experience in my, like, one of my jobs. Um, so, okay, it was a massage envy because I have to, I have to say massage it's gonna be, envy. It's going to be pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, I transferred to two different ones, so it was, like, my first time at a massage envy, and I was, like, two months in, and one day I go into work, and I look at the appointment screen, and I see my name um, under a prenatal massage for one of the male therapists and I'm like what like first of all I'm not pregnant and second of all when did I consent to this right right um so I asked my manager through text I'm like hey um am I scheduled for a massage today is this like um what is it called like routine or like a practice thing a training Mm -hmm. and he's like yeah Uh, she's like yeah um I put you there you're gonna have a massage uh at 2 30 as a practical and I'm like 
in my head i'm like uh, i don't feel feel comfortable with that at all like first of all i've never felt comfortable having a random man massage me like i'm just not that kind of person mm -hmm. like i find it weird plus it's a co-worker like that's even worse mm -hmm. so i'm like okay like i guess i'll go like it's not that bad whatever he's nice like i tried to make excuses about it mm -hmm. then i go into the room and you know there's a process you, you have like five minutes to undress and like whatever mm -hmm. but I thought I was like, oh, I don't have to undress. Like, mm -hmm. this is, I'm a coworker. This is a practical, like, this doesn't have to be serious. And I don't change. He, like, he acts like it's like a real massage. Mm -hmm. And when he comes back into the room, I'm like fully dressed. And he's like, oh, no, you have to take off your clothes completely. Mm -hmm. and, and like, at that moment, I'm like, uh. Which is kind of crazy because they don't even tell their actual clients to undress yeah. completely. They actually, and they've told me before, they're like, mm -hmm. we can't tell you to what level you need to undress. Mm -hmm. Just undress to the level that you're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And that's what they are supposed to tell mm -hmm. you. Exactly. And I just, like, I was, like, super uncomfortable at the moment. But I did, like, like obviously I left my, my underwear on and stuff like that. Right. But, like, it was just so weird. And then he... Um, you know, it was two guys, one of them doing the massage and the other one watching and you know, my, my boob kept coming off of the blanket. So like I kept being like exposed. Like the blanket, you mean the blanket I mean, kept slipping yeah, off? Yeah, sorry. The blanket kept slipping <laughs> kept off. Imagining. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, like my arm was up. It's a prenatal, so you're put to the side. Yeah. And my arm was up. My boobs kept being exposed. My legs were spread open. I'm like, what the heck do I do right now? Like, yeah. it was so uncomfortable. And then, you know, at the end of that, I'm like, well, this guy has freaking seed all on my insides and outs. Like yeah. at this point, yeah. it's like I don't feel comfortable working here anymore. You know? Yeah. So, um, that was really. And that was on my part because, like, I feel like as a female, it sometimes it can be difficult to, like, step up and, like, say something because you're like, okay, first of all, the factors I was thinking about was, okay, what if, you know, I get in trouble or, you know, what if I'm seen as, like, a, like, um, a prude, a prude, you mm -hmm. know, or, like, what if, you know, something happens in the room, you know, like, mm -hmm. stuff like that. And even after that that i felt uncomfortable there was actually a co-worker that she made us a, a little slick remark and it really pissed me off mm -hmm. that she's like i told her i'm like that was the most uncomfortable thing and the fact that i didn't give consent that was very disrespectful of them to even put me there yeah you know and i did address it to my manager after the fact and mm -hmm. i told her i'm like you cannot do that anymore mm -hmm. um because you need consent like yeah. i could have taken this to another level yeah you know yeah and um that was the way I, ha I handled the boundary, but I did it after the fact, so it's kind of like I didn't really respect my own, yeah. you know well, what I'm saying? I mean, you still have to give credit to yourself for speaking up after mm -hmm. the fact, you know what I mean? But yeah. you're right, if you would have held up that boundary, if you would have spoken about it the moment you started feeling uncomfortable, exactly. then you could have avoided a lot of, um, a lot of, like, resentment. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? And then and the regret. freaking co-worker was like, oh, um yeah well i don't know why you felt uncomfortable like i know at least i'm comfortable in my own body and I'm yeah like, like what does that have to do with anything mm, yeah what does that have to do with just because i don't want to be naked in front of a random guy co-worker doesn't well, mean in I'm front not, of a co-worker yeah like, like that's yeah. so weird yeah but that's why like i learned from that because now i know like it doesn't matter what job you have or, or who it is like if mm -hmm. you don't feel comfortable doing something you don't do it you right. know right right so yeah, can you, you relate have, to that one? Um, the physical, I mean, I, 
I'm actually usually the, uh, I have a history of being the aggressor in this one because mm-hmm. I usually go in for hugs. It's ah. the way that we were raised and yeah. it's a big thing in Miami. And, um, I'll never forget the first time I moved out of Miami that I went to go hug mm, someone who wasn't yes. a native to Miami. Mm-hmm. And they were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And they like pushed, like, they didn't push me, but they were like, put an arm out yeah. to like block me. And I was just like, <gasps> and I, at first I was so like, <laughs> a little offended, offended yeah, and hurt. And yeah. I'm like, what? Am I not like good enough to give you a hug? And yeah. then they, but they actually did a good job at they verbalizing did. that to me. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I realized that it was just something local to Miami, mm-hmm. that not everybody was, that it wasn't Kissing, co- co- yeah, and, appropriate in, yeah. in all cultures, mm-hmm. then, you know, I've learned how to adjust to that, mm-hmm. you know? That's funny that you mentioned that that happened to me in Orlando. Really? Which is not that far from Miami, but like, I would be, I would kiss people on the cheek like how we usually do. Mm-hmm. And the same thing happened to me. They were like, what is this? Yeah, like, whoa. Really, really interesting. And now I don't do it at all right. to anyone. Right, right. But Neither do I. Yeah. But it was, you know, it was some something we had to learn yeah. to adjust to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's always an interesting one. It so is. Props to that person, you know, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> setting boundaries. That, that set their boundaries are like, oh, yeah, I know. I'm not comfortable with yeah. hugs. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's, you know, mm-hmm. hurt. But then after a while, I'm like, they're right. Yeah. Like, if they're not, it's not culturally appropriate and they're not, you know, mm-hmm. they, they don't see it the way we see it. Yeah, exactly. And I can, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So I took a shot to that too, but I'm the aggressor. So maybe I should take two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, boundary number two, sexual boundaries. Ooh. So, yeah, this one's interesting. So this one kind of breaks down like... Um, the obvious one you know sexual assault someone touching you yeah where they shouldn't um in ways that they shouldn't um sexual jokes uh comments about your sexual appearance Mm -hmm. um all of those are uh sexual boundaries Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i can definitely take a shot to that um i had an experience at target um and the majority of my managers were male Mm-hmm. And they were like older with family, like families and families, stuff. Yeah. kids married. like married. And it's like I had multiple instances where like it's just so many instances actually. Now that I think about it, <laughs> where um, one of the guys ended up like getting my Instagram and then like years later asking me for nudes, like like you you know yeah. what I'm oh, talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and he's like freaking thirty five with kids and like. And then there was a, another one which stood out to me the most. which And he was disgusting with every female. Mm. Like, he literally told me one day I was talking to him about something. And then I turn around. And he's like, oh, Giselle, can you, can you turn around for me? Can you turn around for me again? And I was like, no. Like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Was that's he really so... expecting you to do it? Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? And then he got mad after that. Oh, that's funny. And then he got mad. And I'm that's like, cute. uh... Then after, I don't know, it was just, it was constant. Like, Target had a lot of freaking weirdos working there, to be honest with you. I, and like, I think it's not just Target. I think it's probably widespread. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, any, it, you'll find them everywhere. I can't even say that it's the low-paying jobs. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's disgusting. I mean, there's like, people like that everywhere. And But the fact is, you know, like we mentioned earlier, we have to, you know, be comfortable with, Setting the setting boundary. the boundary, yeah. you know. So, what would be like an appropriate way to set a boundary in a in a situation where your sexual boundaries were 
so in that in that instance you can say um oh well that that would be another instance so if somebody was um saying like sexual like jokes or like making sexual comments i could just be like well your comment's not funny and it's just not not appropriate yeah and simple like and that's the thing about the book that i caught from Mm -hmm. you you shouldn't be um giving an explanation like you you don't have you don't have to and if you do want to make it cut and dry um i'm uncomfortable it's a it's inappropriate i don't want it you know you don't have to be like oh um i don't think your comment was funny like i understand you know because when you make it in that tone they don't take it seriously right i think i think most of the times we're just as women we're just so worried about coming off as mean yeah or like a beep yeah you know and so we're we try to fluff it up yeah we're like, oh, I, you're probably, you know, saying that as a joke, you know, and, um, you know, but I, I'm really not comfortable with you saying, like, that That doesn't yeah. work. Just straight out say what needs to be said. Yeah. Hey, stop. That's making me uncomfortable and it's not appropriate in this setting, especially considering he was, like, your manager. Yeah. Which is crazy. So freaking weird. So, um, yeah, so let's both take a shot to that. Boom. You probably deserve two shots for that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're really trying to get, make an what is it ASMR ASMR episode. At least. I love those videos. I don't know why. Like they're just so soothing to me. Hmm. But all right, all right. The next one you can definitely relate to this one. Oh yeah, number three, intellectual yeah. boundaries. Mm-hmm. So, um, so this is basically like when, um, when someone like, or when a parent is demeaning a child's other parent in front of the child mm-hmm. um when you're telling kids about problems um that they aren't emotionally able to handle yeah or when you're like yelling during disagreements mm-hmm. um and so this one yeah i can definitely relate to this one i think um in that those years after my parents divorce um i was definitely exposed to a lot of that um you know and they were both doing it. They were both like making comments and criticizing the other and how like how my mom spent the child support or mm-hmm. how my dad was too cheap to help out with uniforms. You mm-hmm. know, it was it was like a back and forth and I still remember a lot of those comments to this day. Yeah. Um, and it really does have an impact on a child, mm-hmm. you know, like a child's only support system are those two people, mm-hmm. you know, like like those are the child's parents and mm-hmm. if you're um, demeaning if one parent's demeaning the other, you know, it just, it, it doesn't do the child any good. And mm-hmm. it actually, it creates a lot of harm. You it know, does. Ch- children are very black and white. Mm-hmm. You know, you grow up thinking, okay, there's good people and bad, bad people. Yeah. And that's it. There's no in between. And so when you're hearing from one parent that, oh, you know, your dad doesn't care about you. Look, he, he doesn't want to pay this or he doesn't want to pay that. Or you're hearing from the other one, oh, look, your mom is spending all the money that should be going for this and that and the other on herself. And when you're hearing all of that, mm-hmm. you're you're starting to, you know, you're a child and you're questioning how good is my parent? Is my is my parent a bad guy? Yeah. Is it my parent bad? Like, mm-hmm. am, I, am I loved? Am I secure? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's never a question a child should ask themselves. Of course not. Yeah. So um, that's definitely, you know, a way that, that parents mm-hmm. um, violate oh, yeah. boundaries. I that think also, have. like, I know for me, at least, I grew up with my mom sitting me down, like, every month and telling me that she's going to get a divorce for, like, years. 
Yeah. It was just this constant like, oh, you know, yeah, we're gonna get a divorce because blah 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 blah. I'm done. I'm done. And then they're back together. And then it was just like this whole thing like that. And it's just I got to the point where I'm like, okay, just do it. Like I was ten and I was like, okay, just do it. Like what are you guys waiting for? You know. And um, I think it, yeah, as a kid, first of all, you don't, you're never going to understand or comprehend, like, the issues that they're going through, mm-hmm. you know, the emotional aspects that go into saying something uh, like that, you yeah, know what no, I'm saying? children are just not developmentally there. Yeah. Like, they're just not physically or mentally capable mm-hmm. to handle all of mm-hmm. those emotions. But it, what it does end up doing is creating a sense of instability mm-hmm. and insecurity yeah. within a child, and that starts to impact a child in, in every area yeah. of their of their life. For sure. So that's a problem. It and is. then um, another point that the author touched on was um, yelling during disagreements. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one's always rough. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like, you know, as soon as you, you start to yell, you've mm-hmm. lost all control of yeah. where the conversation's going. You're more than likely not going to communicate mm-hmm. things in, in a in an intellectual or in a mature sure. way. And to be honest, the listener, whoever you're yelling at, has Stop probably listening. stopped listening yeah. the moment you raised your voice. Mm-hmm. So um, all of those are boundaries, that uh, intellectual boundaries mm-hmm. that, um, that you know, we need to kind of hold mm-hmm. hold true. Like we need to defend yeah. um, just so that we were at peace mm-hmm. and so that we, we have that... I don't know that inner harmony, yeah, right? like mm-hmm. that that inner peace, yeah, like to be able to live a comfortable, yeah, peaceful life. And I, I can admit I am guilty of that. Like I'm a hothead, you know. I don't <laughs> like, I I don't know. I just like lose it. You know what I'm saying? Like if mm-hmm. like I let things build up, and mm-hmm. then when they build up, it's like there's no going back. You know, like I let it all out, and then I it's not until after the fact that I'm like, man, like. I should have like what was the point of yelling like nothing got resolved this was a waste of my time like I completely just like I was just yelling the whole time and saying things that were irrelevant you know what I'm saying right 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 nothing got communicated nothing Nothing was resolved so it's kind of like it's sometimes like there's a saying that's like it's better to be quiet Mm -hmm. and like listen than Mm -hmm. to like open your mouth and react you know yeah yeah true very true So you need a shot for that. Yeah. (laughs) So do you. Yeah, I do. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm starting to feel a little wired. You are? Yeah, I had a whole cup of coffee before this, so. (laughs) Should have known. Maybe we should have made, like, some Cuban cafe con leche. Ooh. Oh, my we God, no. Wired. Well, girl, we would Oh, cafe con leche. Yeah, yeah, the milk dilutes it. But since yeah. it's black coffee, we're for sure going to feel I good. thought you meant, like, Cuban shots, because mm, those... No, those will wire you. Yeah. Like, we'd be climbing on the walls. <laughs> for real. Um, <clears throat> all right. So we've done physical boundaries, sexual boundaries, intellectual boundaries. The next one is... Emotional. So oversharing mm-hmm. um minimizing the impact of someone else of, of something someone else went through yeah right like mm-hmm. oh yeah no that's not a big deal yeah okay it's happened to me it's happened to everybody mm-hmm. um devaluing someone's emotion right mm-hmm. like you shouldn't be sad yeah um so those I, are always like, i feel like that. everyone gets that a lot like oh it's not a big deal girl you'll be okay you shouldn't yeah. be sad and it's like well but i'm feeling this help. way yeah, yeah. so 
should I not be feeling? Like, am I wrong in feeling this way? Yeah. And it, it's not like it's not like someone telling you, hey, you shouldn't be sad right now, helps any. It like, doesn't. It's not like your body, like your brain is like, oh, okay. And just like <laughs> gets rid of it, you know? Yeah. And now all of a sudden you're happy again. I don't know yeah. why people do that, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that, um, I think this goes back to like, the what we've touched on before people need to be better at listening yeah like don't you know you want to honor and respect someone's boundaries listen to them Mm -hmm. don't go around you know all of a sudden giving your oh don't worry about that that's not a big deal yeah you shouldn't feel sad or um you need to you know stop feeling thinking that way or feeling Mm -hmm. that way about this person because you owe them they're your this or they're your that you know Mm -hmm. like that's those are all I hate emotional. That so much. I know. Those are yeah. all like emotional boundaries that I feel like are crossed frequently. Oh yeah. Or when someone says, "Oh, that's your parent," um, it doesn't matter. Like they can do whatever they want. And that's still your parent. You should still respect them and this and that and that. It's like uh, that one's hard. Yeah. Yeah. No. Man. Yeah. But um, I think we could both relate to this one. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean. I mean, I got a husband who overshares, so I I have to tread carefully, like, mm-hmm. you know, and not only that, but I, I tell him before I even start, I'm like, hey, I'm sharing this with you, but I expect this to stay confidential, mm-hmm. and he does respect it, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like I do have to tell him that, mm-hmm. because he is just an open book, mm-hmm. and he's an open book about himself, which I've learned to just, hey, you're you don't have boundaries? Okay, like, you you know, you should, but I don't fight that anymore. But myself, I definitely mm-hmm. verbalize those boundaries. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm about to share something with you, and I want it to stay between you and I. Mm-hmm. And he's he is good about honoring it. Yeah. Um, how about you? Um, I can definitely relate to the devaluing someone's emotion. Mm-hmm. I think personally, as, like, the youngest of the three, mm-hmm. um, I'm, like, always seen as, like, the baby Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so like it kind of gets frustrating when you know i'm i'm about to be 24 and then like when i try to bring something up to like someone Mm -hmm. um in my family it's like they don't listen they don't care to listen there's no like anytime there's a problem there's no care to to fix it or like find a solution Mm -hmm. or like um Every time I feel some sort of way, it's, like, completely disregarded, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's not, like, you know, I don't know. It's just frustrating. And it, but it's not something that's ever going to change because it's like, you can't really change a person. And I've tried to set the boundaries, but it's like, they're at that point, it's like, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So that's a hard thing. Like when it comes to family, you know, you, it's kind of hard to cut fa- some family off, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the the biggest thing is, like, at least trying to, like, respect yourself, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like making sure that those boundaries are put in place. But, like, I don't know. I think it also, it depends on the person. Like, some people just don't really care just because they think, like, the, the hierarchy thing we were talking about yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah, where they know? call the shots. They're yeah. at the top of the the family chain Mm -hmm. so and and they have this idea of what's right or wrong Mm -hmm. so whatever you say doesn't take precedence over that yeah you know they're right and they're Mm -hmm. wrong like oh no you you obey an adult all the time especially your parents Mm -hmm. you always obey your parents Mm -hmm. um and that's something um that's family culture that's 
that's Cuban culture, that's mm. Hispanic culture, you know what I mean? Like, mm. cutting off a parent uh, in our culture is like blasphemy. Yeah. So, um, and and that's that's the issue, like cutting, and, and I don't think there's, there's not always a need to cut off a parent, unless mm-hmm. obviously, unless a, a, a boundary has been crossed multiple times and that person's not respecting it, but um, a parent should be honoring yeah. their child's boundary. And mm-hmm. I think that that's the issue. I think that most parents are comfortable. Like most parents don't realize they have a responsibility to, to with like defend mm-hmm. a child's boundaries. Because I mean, when we're children, we don't, we don't have the emotional ability to verbalize mm-hmm. a boundary. Yeah. You know, but as a parent, we're their advocates. Yeah. Like we're the ones that have the voice. You mm-hmm. know, if you see your child uncomfortable with something, speak up. Yeah. You know, if the child's uncomfortable and tenses up with hugs, then you speak up and you you advocate for that child. You're their voice. Say, mm-hmm. hey, he's not comfortable with hugs, try a handshake. Or, you know, give the child a choice. But then we become adults mm-hmm. and we do start establishing boundaries and we learn how to verbalize them and then it's like what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, that's your parent. I'm yeah. your parent. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't apply to us. Mm-hmm. And that's not that's the not way it works. it works. Yeah. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's, that's <clears throat> something that needs to be worked on. You yeah. Know, parents need to see their role mm-hmm. in being a child's advocate when it comes to these boundaries. Mm-hmm. And I think even, like, unspoken boundaries, too, if that makes sense. So, like, if you know that, that like, a parent, for instance, won't, like, respect your boundaries then just put a little space you know like right. you don't need to make yourself uncomfortable either right all the time but just put a little space and then like that it's like both of you are okay with each other but mm-hmm. it's not like this constant you know confrontation like right. oh you're not respecting my boundaries oh but th- it's like it's not gonna get anywhere just creates you know? a lot of turmoil yeah especially if they're not respecting it exactly um all right, so that's number four, which we need a shot for. We both do. <laughs> Boop. ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> you chugged it. <gasps> oh. Ooh. Jeez. She just spilled it all over her dress. <laughs> I'm Headache time. I'm going to have to change. <laughs> Headache. Yeah. Coffee helps with headaches. It does? Yeah. Not too much, though? Oh, I've never gotten a headache. I've gotten no. zoomies from it. Like, mm. I've been, like, wired. Mm. But, I don't know. Caffeine really helps my headache. <laughs> All right. Number four we was emotional boundary. Number five, material boundaries. Oh, you can relate to that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, I'm the oldest of three. And yeah. I was, I think, the first one to have, like, an established career. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also the most... I don't want to say frugal because I'm not cheap. Like, I'm not a cheap person, yeah. but I am very, like, finance. I'm interested in finances. Yeah. And so I'm, you know, I'm the one that looks into stocks and mm-hmm. looks into retirement accounts. And I opened my IRA really, you know, young on and, like, when I was young. And so I think that when something goes down, I'm the one that gets called up. Yeah. I'm like, hey, Always. there's an emergency. You got some money you can spare? Like, can you help us out with this? Um, I think that what happens is that when it's family, Mm -hmm. and again, this goes back to our culture, of Mm -hmm. course, right? Um, it's very common in our culture to, you know, 
owe your parents, like to, to always, um, you know, your parents raised you, so, and they fed you, and they protected you growing up, now you're an adult, it's time to pay it forward, back, or pay yeah. it back, mm-hmm. not pay it forward, pay, literally pay it back. Yeah. Um, so, that, that's been a boundary that's been crossed with me multiple times. Multiple, yeah. Um, now, I, ha- I do have to admit, it's not a boundary that I have communicated mm-hmm. uh, with consistency. Um, lately, it's been better. I'll say, um, you know, I'll loan you the money, but I need it back by the end of the month because I was going to use it for this. Yeah. Um, I've, no- I've noticed that even when I have verbalized it, um, it was... It gets quote-unquote forgotten. It gets forgotten. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So the money never gets paid back. Yeah. And then it becomes this thing, well, oh, but they're family. Yeah. Oh, you know? but... Like, oh, wait, but the big thing is, oh, but Vanessa has money. Right. Oh, but Vanessa can spare money. Vanessa's rich. Like, yeah, Vanessa's no, not I'm, rich. Yeah, no, I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she she's established, but she ain't rich. Right, like, right, she's right. She's got shit to pay. Right. There's stuff to pay. Yeah. And then there's stuff that money is used for to create a foundation for like the next thing you know what i mean like there's a mortgage now you know i have a very used car that i know at any moment you know can break Mm -hmm. like those are things that that i that money is is needed for me to to like continue that foundation and continue Mm -hmm. that stability in my life like i I don't know. That's definitely a boundary that that's that crossed is. with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've even had uh, an instance where I sacrificed something that I was saving the money for, one of my needs mm-hmm. um, or one of my goals. I sacrificed the money um, to give it to this person that needed it, and it ends up like he ended up using it to go to a go, strip club, go to a festival, like invite. <laughs> like he had like a night out in the town, and I'm just like, mm. what? earth mm-hmm. i'm like there like i feel like it's such when when i think about it it still causes a little bit of not that that event alone but when i think about it in general like the multiple times i've yeah. done that it makes me feel resentful of and, course um and like it, it's kind of like they're taking advantage they're they're 100 percent taking advantage at that point you know right right because it's different if it was an emergency or you know someone's in the hospital or like you know, they're broke, they need to eat, you know? Right, right. Like, but even then, it's mm-hmm. like, like if I say, hey, um, you know, I'll loan you the money, but I expect the amount back at the end of the month. Even then, they can say, well, I don't know if I can get it at the end of the month, but when I get my tax returns in, in two yeah. months, three months, I can pay it back. Even then, I feel like that's more appropriate than just just saying, so, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then forgetting. Yeah, forgetting. And knowing, and then knowing, they'll forget, but then they quote unquote forget. But they know that you're not the type to go hunt them for it Mm -hmm. because I'm not a bill collector Mm -hmm. you know I'm not gonna go knocking on my family member's door like hey give me my money like I'm not they know I'm not like that Mm -hmm. you know and I like I like to give I like to help but it's like if you know that it was the money was there for something important for me you Mm -hmm. would think that you would care to pay it back care to pay it back especially since I'm your family member too like Mm -hmm. this goes like is, is it gonna ways. be reciprocated? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is this gonna be reciprocated? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, very interesting. Very. I, interesting. I always told you I was like at that point I just say no, <laughs> like sorry you didn't. But then it's like I get it. I get your point of view because it's like come on like. Well, and there's that obligation as the oldest child too. Mm-hmm. There's still 
and I don't mean that there is an actual obligation. I just mean that there's a feeling mm -hmm. of obligation. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm the eldest child. I'm doing, you know, financially, I'm, I'm stable than all the other children. There's this obligation I have also as being the oldest kid. Like, I was, since I was young, I was babysitting Danny. I was taking care of you. Mm -hmm. Like, when you're the oldest child, you kind of treat your younger siblings like they're your own children mm -hmm. you know so there's a lot of emotional attachment that goes into their well-being mm -hmm. but um but sometimes it's abused and so um i i'm definitely working on it's not perfect mm -hmm. um but i have gotten better about verbalizing a boundary mm -hmm. um when it comes to material boundaries because mm -hmm. when i don't i get resentful i get angry i get you know and i know that i'm playing a part by not verbalizing it mm -hmm. You know, exactly. So, so yeah. So that's number five. Number six. Oh. I love this one. I love this one. <laughs> Time. Oh, oh wait, wait, gosh. wait. We need to take a shot. Oh yeah. Material boundaries, <laughs> girl. Girl. Oh my god. This is a lot of caffeine. Yummy. <laughs> We're about to finish this whole damn bottle. Did you just get it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sixth one is time. Yes. Um, time boundaries. Yeah, the examples of these can be like calling multiple times and spamming, <laughs> expecting one thing to, one person to drop everything to go help. Yeah, to go help. Um, mm -hmm. I can relate to number one. <laughs> I have someone in my family that will literally blow up my phone out of like it's a spontaneous. If I don't answer the first time. It's a second call. It's a third call. It's a fourth call. It's a fifth call. It's a sixth call. It's a seventh call. And then at, the, at that point, it's like, I got to pick up and be like, yo, I'm busy. Hang up. Like, hello. People work. People go to school. People have things to do. Like, I'm personally not on my phone all day. You know what I'm saying? So, and with that specific person, I already know it's never an emergency. But the day that it is, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna know yeah. because like they act like it's a freaking emergency, and All that's a big time. boundary that needs to. Be, and I've told the person before, mm -hmm. I've told, hey, wait for me to call you because I'm not gonna pick up. I'm just yeah. not like or just I don't, text like, yeah. hey, call me when you get a chance. Like I don't. Yeah, like I don't have like I'm not on my phone all day, and I you have I, obligations, and I have obligations. And to be honest, I get. If you call me more, I'm going to not want to answer more because it's like, it's ridiculous. Well, I feel like at one point you look at your phone, you're just expecting it to blow up. Yeah. Like it's not normal for your phone it's to not. ring for 12 minutes straight. It's crazy. And then you pick it up and it's just like, oh, how's everything? Oh, I haven't spoken to you in so long. It's like, are you freaking kidding me right now? <laughs> You thought, like, the house would be on fire. Yeah. Like, like bro. someone's being rushed to the hospital. And then the whole conversation is just, like, me being, like, shady because I'm, like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, this is this is what you called me about, Like, passive-aggressive. Yeah, like, passive-aggressive. <laughs> like, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, like, you can relate to that, too, with the same person. Because, yeah. Because, like, they'll blow up, blow, blow up, blow up. up. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And the funny part is that, like, I'm not even in the same city as that person. Like, there's nothing I could possibly to do to resolve their issue. And, yeah. I, and I've still been spammed like that. So that one's interesting. The one I can mostly relate to, though, is expecting um, people expecting me to drop everything yeah. to go help. Mm -hmm. And that's a problem just because I'm, I'm just, I'm busy. Yeah. I'm so busy. And then it's kind of like, and the problem, I usually 
do it. I Mm -hmm. usually do drop everything and go help out this person because I have this obligation of, oh, I'm a friend, you know, or, oh, I'm being a good wife or I'm being a good daughter by sacrificing something for me Mm -hmm. to help this person out. Now, obviously, in certain situations, like, it calls for it, you know, like, oh, you need to go, you know, to the urgent care or you need to, yeah, I'll put this on the side and let's go do that. But there's people who expect you to do it. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, um, you know, can you help me move on the weekend or come help me move on the weekend? I'm going to need your truck. And it's kind of like, I've worked every, or I I have commitments or, you know, you gave me a a 24 hour notice. I have commitments. I can't do that. And you feel bad. I'm not going to lie. I feel bad because I, you know, I want to be there for my friends, but it's like, you again you gave me a 24 hour notice and now helping you means i have to cancel my patients yeah that's less money coming into you know on my paycheck that's you know yeah. it, it it it's helping you but i'm sacrificing my stuff now yeah so i feel like verbalizing that boundary is important i don't feel like people um and it's not until recently that i started really valuing my time and I don't think people see the worth in time. Oh, yeah. Like time there's is very important. Very important. And time, the saying time is money is literally, it, it, it's a, it's literal. Like time is money. And, and it's not just about the money. It's just like time is also, time is a value because you only, you never get it back. Ever. Yeah. Ever. And so now that I'm balancing two jobs, I've learned that my time with my family is just as valuable as my time working but if I'm yielding to everybody who comes around saying, hey, I need you for this. Hey, I need you for that. Hey, I would get none of it done. I would be, everything would be left in halves. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. nothing would get done. My family would feel, you know, uh, uncared for. Um, my work would be left half done. My reports would take twice as long as they take, you know. Mm-hmm. Um time time is is so important it is um for your relationships and for your job and and your your professional goals your your individual and personal goals Mm -hmm. as well and it's it's just crazy to me how people get upset like they think they automatically make assumptions like if you tell them you're like oh like i'm i'm sorry but i won't be able to make it or Mm -hmm. i can't i can't help you this time Mm -hmm. they completely disregard every other time that you've helped them Mm -hmm. just so they can be like oh wow like i guess she's not a good friend now or like oh i guess she doesn't care anymore it's like that's not how it works like you can't expect somebody to be there a hundred percent of the time yeah you know that's unrealistic yeah Mm. yeah 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 and i think that um I think that on the other side of that, that's why people are so scared of setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's this fear mm-hmm. of losing someone, mm-hmm. you know, of lose, of ending this friendship or ruining a relationship or, mm-hmm. you know, creating um, or angering that person. It's like, I mean, at the end of the day, let's look at the really big picture. The people who truly care for you will honor those boundaries. Like mm-hmm. they'll respect them. You know, there's mm-hmm. not. If somebody is truly getting angry at you for the boundaries that you've established, then it's time to reflect on you know the role that person plays in your life. Yeah. And if it's positive or negative, <clears throat> and if that person needs to stay in your life, I mean, I can't. Mm-hmm. A good parent is not going to disown you just because you say, "Hey, I, I'm working." From nine to five, I don't have the time to chat mm-hmm. today. Can I call you 
on the weekend or can I call you on Friday? Yeah. You know, uh, someone who truly loves you is not going to disown you for that. Mm -hmm. But keeping these boundaries up are going to bring you a lot of peace, a lot of harmony, and mm -hmm. just, I mean, isn't that the goal? Like, yeah. Just to be at peace with your life and be at, mm -hmm. you know, if you're constantly letting people bring you discomfort and cross your boundaries, like, what, what kind of a life is that? Yeah. You know, you're exactly. just not at peace. Mm -hmm. so. And um, honestly, don't even care about what they think about your own boundaries because they don't know how you feel, you know? Right. Like, nobody can take that away from you. Yeah. So, like, try to just be assertive, straight up. You don't have to be mean, but don't be a pushover, you know? Exactly. Yep. So, so last shot. Last shot. Of the episode. All right, and I'll be going to sleep at 5 in the morning. <laughs> All righty, guys. But um, I think we definitely covered most of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, um I'm sure a lot of you were able to um, relate mm -hmm. to this podcast today, especially yeah. um, this um, these boundaries. Mm -hmm. I think it was a nice breakdown because we was. we always hear like boundaries, boundaries, your boundaries, and we never really broke them down, break them down, yeah. or we never really well, what are boundaries? Well, mm -hmm. what exactly are the types? Like you know, yeah. Um, but I think that um, I think that I hope you, or at least I hope that you guys can apply some of these some of what we discussed today some of the points we discussed um to your own lives mm -hmm. um stand up for yourselves stand up for your time for your values stand up for uh yourself mm -hmm. you know be real with what makes you uncomfortable and verbalize it mm -hmm. don't don't fear the repercussions yeah you know and don't of, fear the uncomfortable you know what i'm saying like yeah like you don't want to be uncomfortable doing something you don't want like like the way people treat you and stuff like that like all of these topics but mm -hmm. if it makes you uncomfortable setting the boundaries it's fine yeah. be uncomfortable setting those boundaries you know for the sake of your own peace exactly later on exactly yeah, i agree and whoever cares will stay you know yeah what I'm whoever whoever truly cares and wants and values you as a person will honor those boundaries. yeah mm -hmm. that's that's really the truth of it yep yep but um yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you guys can please go on our Instagram and DM us any of these that you may have related to. Um, talk to us. We want to hear your experiences. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. We love all of the DMs and yeah. uh, the comments we get on Instagram. Yeah. Um, it makes our day. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Mm -hmm. And we look forward to seeing you next Saturday or mm -hmm. next Sunday, right? Next Sunday. Next Sunday. Next Sunday. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.